y'all. Welcome to this Joyful Life podcast. My name is Rachel Witt. I am so excited for today's episode. I get to introduce you to my mom and she is just a wealth of encouragement and love and grace. And I cannot wait for you to hear from her. This is the Mother's Day episode. And I know that Mother's Day can come sometimes with some heavy feelings for you. So please know that our goal today is to encourage you no matter where you are in your life. If you are waiting on motherhood and you are praying for that, I am praying with you. Uh, This podcast is still for you. If you are a mom who's in the new motherhood stage of life with little ones, this is for you. If you are empty nesters, this is for you. No matter where you find yourself, I know that you will find encouragement today. So I get to introduce you to my mom. I could not be more excited. Let's get started. Well, hello, mom. (laughs) Welcome to this Joyful Life podcast. I'm honored to be here. Thank you. so special. Well, you are. You are so special. (laughs) Happy Mother's Day. Happy Mother's Day. Well, thank you. This is wonderful. This is our Mother's Day episode. So I was like, I have to have my mom on the podcast. Why don't you share with everyone how we know each other? There was this day. Oh, gosh. (laughs) She is my first child and only daughter that was born a long time ago. (laughs) 37 years. Yeah, this month. No, last month. It's already May. My goodness. You've been a mom for 37 years and one week. Yes. Best times of my life. That's yeah. for sure. Okay. So tell everybody a little bit about you. Oh gosh. I am uh, a mother of 11, a grandmother to 11 grandchildren, almost 12 and almost 13. Um, and I have four adult children, four bonus children. And I'm married to the love of my life. Actually, in a couple of months, we will celebrate our 40th wedding anniversary, which is such a beautiful thing. And I love my life. Well, <laughs> I, no, I think that's great. What's your favorite color? All shades of blue, but specifically royal blue. Yes, that's fun. We don't get to know you that yeah. way. If you could vacation anywhere, where would you go? gosh uh probably Cabo oh yeah or Ireland oh that's a contrast (laughs) yes both places are great when I have been to Cabo I was really surprised there was a storm coming and there were 80 foot swells so you couldn't be on you can be in the water but you could watch it and it was the loudest thundering waves I've ever heard. It was sunny and beautiful, but there was a storm that was causing these huge swells. So that's what I know of Cabo. Ireland, I would go back. Yeah. We should go. I had two of my children have been there. So, well, um, but I talking about the water, I just, I mean, in Cabo, I just want to be able to see what's coming. Not that that's any more fun to see it coming after you, but I just, if I'm going to, if I'm going to get got, I want to be able to see it coming. <laughs> If I'm going to get got, <laughs> uh, yes. Well, and you would, in the blink of an eye, That's you right. would know. Well, yeah. anyway, there's that. The best chips and guacamole of your life. I can say that. Okay. Yeah, it's good. Yeah. Well, I'm so excited that you're here. And our goal is to encourage women. So if you're a man listening, please keep listening. We're not going to kick you out. 
but send this to a girl in your life that you love and care about. And I know that it will encourage them specifically about motherhood, but doesn't have to just be about motherhood. So I want to, uh, we're going to start differently than I told you. Oh, I was all prepared. I may get grounded (laughs) for this, but Hey, um, I, you said something to me a couple of weeks ago that has radically changed my perspective on motherhood, but you don't know this. (laughs) Wow. Profound moment. (laughs) It really, it really was. It changed, excuse me, changed everything. Okay. So I, I was talking to you, it was a busy day. And you said that you felt like in my stage of motherhood, that you were like the captain of the ship. And that it was always kind of barking orders. I don't want to put words in your mouth, but it made it seem that way. Do you want to tell everybody what you meant by that? But being the captain of the ship? Well, you know, you want to float. You'd like to still float um, and not sink. And I just really, if things, I, I liked structure, but with flexibility. I liked plans, but I liked to be spontaneous. And... I just felt like in a funny way, if I didn't stay somewhat organized, then they would eat me alive. (laughs) So, I mean, that's what I always say. It was kind of like running a tight ship and just keeping it all, all the glue together. You You did. Keeping it all together. And when you said that, my response to you was, I never felt that way. I have such fond memories of my childhood and upbringing and I loved summertime. I loved being home and all the fun we had. And you would take us on adventures and vacation Bible school and all these things that you probably felt like you were very organized, the captain of the ship. And I just felt like it was a wonderful childhood. The way it changed my perspective on motherhood is I realized in those moments where I feel like I'm maybe going a little crazy a little bit or life is very full. My kids are not receiving it that way. They're like, this is, yeah, yeah, hopefully (laughs) that, you know, this is the best childhood, you know, that they are so grateful. And even in times where I've been like frustrated, like I can't do it all. My children have said things like, we don't think that we think you're the best. Mm -hmm. And that was what we had kind of said. That's good to know. Yeah. So in mothering, Uh, One priority I know you had was keeping us in church. Why was that important to you? Well, you know, um, I discussed this with your dad. Oh. And I I told him what you said. And he said, well, I'm going to give him credit. I could have just done it, but I wanted to give him credit. (laughs) He said, well, you know, it didn't start when they were here. It started before they came. And we were very involved in church. And really, quite honestly, I... I want to be close to the Lord. So what better way than to, of course, pray, read my Bible and, and experience him in all areas of life, but to be with a church family where people get you, um, is just that sense of community. And so what better way to move forward with that, with my children is to, I wanted the same for them. Mm -hmm. I wanted them to have that same community and to have friends and, you know, that just get you. And, um, I, I thought back because I'm, I was actually with a group of friends at the end of March, just a month ago, um, that I made during this time in my life when I had preschoolers, just a couple of babies at the time. 
and we're still friends to these to this day. So we, you know, formed some bonds during some very um, challenging, beautiful times of our lives um, that really helped us stick together even today. And um, two of the friends are like 40 year friendships Wow. Um, that, that I had even before I had babies. So we did that whole thing together. And I just think that is so important to find the people that get you that, that, um, you don't have to explain everything. They just get you because they know who you are as, as a person, a child of the King and a belief fellow believer. So, um, so therefore when our children came along in answer to the question, we mo- wanted to model that for them, but you know, it might sound rough and I couldn't do that. Somebody might say I could, couldn't do that, but we didn't make it an option for ourselves or for them. Mm-hmm. Um, it wasn't a, if uh, it's a plan, unless something better comes along, it was the plan. And, you know, if one of our kids w- was sick, one of us stayed home, one of us took the other kids. Um, if, you know, we were on vacation most of the time we would even find a place of worship during vacation. Mm -hmm. So it's just such a, um, a happy community, a place where we can all grow and learn and do life together that I just wanted that same thing for my kids. So it was a priority. And I am so grateful for that because when I look back at my childhood, I loved school and have great memories there, but my favorite memories were at church and vacation Bible schools and children's musicals and these things that because you made it a priority, we got to experience was so great. And I was even taken back to, there were a few years, three and a half years, I believe, where we lived in Kentucky. Yes. And my dad was in seminary and the church that he was the youth pastor at um, didn't have Wednesday night church. And my mom really wanted us to be in church on Wednesdays and involved in a children's choir, that kind of thing. And so you had us at two churches on Wednesdays. We were at one church and Sundays, the other, I think just the Lord works through mothers because I mean, it was almost out of body. I just said, okay, well, that's what I'm going to do. And there was this big, huge church down the road and it looked nice. And I thought, okay, let's just try it out. I was going to visit a few and never left. And I'm still friends with many of those people to this day. You know, you really can form some great relationships during that time of your life when you're raising little kids and big kids and teenagers. Yeah. That's been so sweet. And I love that you mentioned your grace friends. So you you guys did that trip. And for me, I thought, I, God, please give me friends like that, that, you know, in when I'm an empty nester, we would want to vacation together because we've stayed so close, not just to each other, but in the Lord too. And I remember as a kid, when you would talk to one of those friends, especially Diane, it would be maybe an hour on the phone, but it was a few times a year. And they would catch up as if they, there was no right. time that had right. passed, right? which is special. Well, and I actually discussed with them ah! <laughs> <laughs> when we were together, I said, you know, Rachel has said, I can't imagine, you know, I mean, I've got some great friends, but I can't imagine going away for three, four, five, six days with a group of them. And I said, neither did we at your age. True. We didn't, we were on a mission to raise our kids and be home with them. But then now that all of that's gone and, you know, we have grandkids and things like that. That's a beautiful phase of life as well. But now we can do that. Um, But we reach back to those 
foundational friendships that we made during that time. It's so special. It's just so (laughs) special. And such a great example for me because I've watched you all. It's like, I watched you raise me and the boys. I watched women at church raising their children who thanks to social media. Now I'm like, Oh, their kids are having kids now. Wow. I remember when they were born, that kind of thing. But what a gift because you kept us in church. I got to see how I got to see lots of women raising their children in the Lord because you made it a priority and being a youth pastor's wife. I know we have listeners who are in ministry and it is not a cakewalk. And oh, by the way, not easy to get your own family to church when your spouse is in full-time ministry and gone a lot. So you made it a priority. Right. Well, and you know, I don't want to portray that it was just the perfect world. You know, there were challenges. And again, that's when you have that support around you that can cheer you on and say, you can do this. And then you do the same for them. Um, so, and that's also family, families like that for you as well. Um, but I, you know, there were rough times and, but mostly good times. Mm-hmm. I always say the blessings outweigh the challenges mm-hmm. and, and that's the beautiful part of it. So I love that. And, you know, scripture says, train up a child in the way they should go. And when they're old, they won't depart from it. So for, uh, maybe for a mom who's wanting to get her children involved in church, what are some things that you could encourage them? Maybe some action steps. What should they do? I would recommend it. You know, it's about relationships so much. So I would recommend taking your kids for fun activities that a local church is doing and maybe to a couple few different churches. I'm a word of mouth person. So I recommend asking people that you know that are involved in different churches in the area and just see what do they have for kids. Be, I mean, this summer coming up is the perfect time to get started and just plug into, I mean, I have a few friends that actually plug into two or three vacation Bible schools, um, some at <laughs> night, some in the morning. Yeah. It just depends on what they're able to uh-huh. do logistically. But um, I recommend just dive into some of the fun of it. And, and then not only will your child make some friends, then you'll meet some people too. And that makes walking in the door to, to get started in a, in a regular church attendance. Um, you know, it's all about your relationship with the Lord. The church is just a building. Mm-hmm. The church is not just a building. It's a body um, of people, but it's somewhere where you can grow and be a better version of yourself as well. So I love that. And I know there have been times where you've said my soul needs this too, and I'm going to make it a priority to be in a Bible study, or you you even found a local church around here that had one at a good time that worked for <laughs> you. So you jumped into that one and you're leading one now, right. upset, well, you're leading one that happens multiple times with yep. the chosen Bible study, yes. which is a great season opportunity. Three. Yeah, <laughs> season three, great opportunity. Now you're leading those things. And I know people are coming mm-hmm. just to mm-hmm. have their soul fed too. So get your kids involved, but as a parent, get involved too. And maybe, you know, find it, figure it out, find right. a Bible study that you can be part of so that your soul is fed as well with it's the community. Funny that you remember that I did that Bible study down the street. If you are um, a woman in ministry or you're uh, the, a spouse of some uh, man in ministry, um, I just looked for a local church that I kind of watched for a while um, and knew foundationally had the same beliefs I did. And I just showed up one day. I mean, again, 
the Lord just does things and I'm just like, Oh, I'm here for the ride. But, um, I showed up and did a Bible study with them and I was just me, you know, instead of necessarily the minister's spouse or I don't know, it it was just nice to just kind of show up as myself. And does that make sense? Yeah. I don't mean it. Like I'm not myself there. Right. I just mean, I could just show up and not have any expectations yeah. to just be someone just like them and, and do it. So I love that. And yeah. it's, and we're, we're like giving you all a bird's eye view of <laughs> we're talking like 30 years. Yeah. It's not like these things happen back to back, just ideas, things my mom's done super great. Uh, I am just so thankful for that. Well, this podcast is called this joyful life. So what brings you joy? Oh gosh, I I'm a quality time girl. So that's my love language. Um, words of affirmation as a secondary, but mainly quality time. I don't care what it is that, you know, of course my faith is my primary, primary joy and even reason for it. And that changes my perspective on all things. Um, but I really love quality time mainly with family, but with my girlfriends and with my church family and, and my neighbors and things like that. I, I get a lot of joy also out of being outside. I love to be outside in, in good weather. Um, but yeah, I mean, I would say that I, I like to spend time with people that mean a lot to me. Fills you up, fills your cup to overflowing. I love that. Well, on Mother's Day, I just want to say I love you. I love and you. I'm so thankful you're my mom. I'm thankful you're my girl. And thank you. I know that it wasn't always easy keeping us in church, but I want you to hear on the podcast that I am so thankful that you made that a priority. And I look at this summer, my goals are just that it would be simple and slow and sweet with my own children, Mm -hmm. because that's when I reflect back on summertime Mm -hmm. growing up. Mm -hmm. That's what it was for me. It was pool time, vacation, Bible school, going to the lake, but it was just so slow, simple, and sweet. And that's what I want for my family. So I'm grateful for you. Thank you. I love you. Can I say one thing really quick? We know we're on time. You do whatever Um, you want. You're my mom. I'm so glad that, well, thank you for saying what you did, but I'm so glad because it prompted me to remember I owe so much to my mother because she modeled that for me. She took me to church um, from the time I was a year old and I gave her a run for her money at times in my life, mainly in the teen years, which we will not discuss, but (laughs) I am so thankful for her because, um, I just followed in her footsteps and wanted that, um, for my children. So Nikki Hudson, I love you. And thank you for being my mom and for doing that for me. I just, it's legacy. It's a legacy thing. And you may be someone like me that is going to continue that legacy with your own children. You might be the legacy starter too. And if you're listening to this and you're saying, okay, I I need to make it a priority. I want to do that. You know what? What a gift to be the one that says it starts with me Mm -hmm. too. So I'm, I'm the lucky one that gets to say it continues with me, but you might be one who's starting it. And this is for you too. And take what my mom said. It was not an option. She made the decision. This is what the priority is for our family. And then it it wasn't a, should we, will we, could we, it was, we are. And so take that, say, it's not an option. I'm doing it. I'm doing it this Sunday. Do not sleep on it. Make it happen. Find the vacation Bible schools. I'm that one you mentioned that goes, I take my kids to like three different ones because they have so much fun and they're hearing about Jesus and I don't, I don't want to take that from them. They have a blast. So, well, let's be real. 
um, your kids might not always be happy with you about it. But once they see that this is part of your life now, the begrudging attitude that could pop up occasionally will be less and less and less, and it'll just become part of their life as well. So I just want to be, be real because it, sometimes it's, it wasn't always the best, but then they, they would get over it and move on and be glad that they did. So. Now here, here you are hearing that I am very glad you did <laughs> at 37 years old. I am so glad you did. So now, you know, if you've been waiting all this time, now, you know, <laughs> good. I'm glad to hear it. Yes. It's so good. Well, I would love to pray for us unless you want to. Oh, I would love to have my baby girl pray for me. I, yes, I'm going to, okay. I'm going to soak it in. Heavenly Father, thank you so much for my mom, for all the moms who are listening and the women who are holding the promise in their heart that they will become a mother. I want to pray for them as well. God, that you would give them the desires of their heart. But Father, thank you for my mom and for the example she's setting for all of us today as we seek to raise children who are kingdom kids who want to chase after you with all they've got. Thank you for giving me a mama who made her Proverbs 31 life a priority so that I could watch that and then do that now. Thank you for the joy that she brings to my life. And I pray blessings over everyone listening this week as we approach Mother's Day. And I just thank you for how good you are to all of us. In your name I pray, amen. You made it. You did it. (laughs) Thanks for watching. Be excited. The the next episode that's coming, I get to introduce you to one of my former, my husband's former youth in his youth group. Her name is Tori. Mom knows Tori. And she is going to bless your socks off too. So thank you for tuning in. Mom, thank you. You did a great job. This was awesome. Thank you. Y'all have a great week. Be blessed. And see you soon.